0: Welcome to the Love Girl Talk Podcast.
1: We're here to confront our deepest doubts, celebrate our dignity, and offer a soft place to land.
0: We invite you to cozy on up with your favorite cup of coffee and share in our sisterhood of self-worth.
1: And as we chat, remember,
0: you are enough.
1: You are worthy.
0: You are loved. Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Girl Talk podcast. I'm your host, Julie Larkin, and with
1: me today is my co-host and dear friend, Shannon White. Shannon, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm i currently at my desk, looking forward to talking to you. I'm seeing all the little snow melts in the distance, so I'm good. I'm feeling good.
0: Good. It's been a nice little snow bunny uh, wonder winter wonderland lately. And yes. uh, as we're all kind of cocooned in our house, I think that's pretty appropriate because we have a very real and raw topic today. Shannon, what are we diving into?
1: Julie, you keep doing this to me. People keep asking about this podcast. They're like, what do you talk about? And then I tell them all the topics and it just sounds very heavy. It's <laughs> <laughs> why light and fluffy. No. Always hope at the end of the tunnel. So today we are diving very deep into a very raw and real topic of loneliness. You know, this is something most of us have experienced or felt over this past year, if not before. And something I think we all absolutely dread talking about in vocalizing out loud not only our loneliness, but all the feelings that come with that. So I think this is something, you know, we need to bring to light. We need to acknowledge the hardships that go along with loneliness and, you know, also encourage the antidotes to loneliness and that hope that is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And that's so important. I
0: mean, always to remember the hope and also, I mean, but we do have to recognize first, right? Like what are we actually going through? You know, I mean, we've been saying for the past year, we're going through this pandemic of loneliness, you know, we're, we're isolated from our family and friends. We're feeling lonely and depressed and we're really longing for that human connection. And, and those can be very, you know, pretty words if you want to call them pretty, but that's, that's such a a real reality right now in our lives. Just going through that pandemic of loneliness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, loneliness isn't new, right? Like Loneliness has always been around and, you know, a few stats that we have here, loneliness has doubled in the past 30 years from what it used to be to what it is now. So I think at baseline, loneliness is already an issue. Mm -hmm. And now with this pandemic of loneliness on top of it, with this isolation on top of it, it's just exacerbated, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I didn't even realize that, Shannon. And I mean, it makes sense, right? We're all, what do they say? We're, we're the most connected generation, but also the most isolated at the same time. And, oh, and now with, you know, the, the global pandemic and then our pandemic of loneliness, you know, it's, yeah, it's even more exacerbated, like you said. And uh, according to the C- CDC, CDC,
1: CHC? CDC, Centers CDC. of Disease Control. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> how I live out my daily life, as it works. <laughs> 40%
0: of US adults reported struggling with mental health or substance abuse use during late June, right? And that was like, you know, mm-hmm. the height of it. And and I'm sure even, even more since then. And then of that cohort, 26% reported trauma or stressor-related disorder symptoms. And 31% reported symptoms of anxiety and depression, which is just so relatable on so many fronts.
1: Yeah, so relatable, so real. And I know my hospital just put out a article talking about loneliness in teens and kids, which is a whole nother population. And uh, they were saying that the two greatest populations affected by loneliness are older adults, which I think sometimes seems a little bit more obvious. But the second is teens to 30s. And when I read that, I was like, oh, that's like more than half of our girl talk population, right? And then it makes you think like, oh my gosh, like all the girls that I know who are in their teens to thirties and what they must be going through right now. Yep. Yep.
0: And again, things that we've, we've always known and then are just exacerbated now, but it's this idea, right? We can have, we can have such FOMO for things like, oh, what, what's, what is everyone else doing? Like, is anyone else feeling lonely? And it's like, yeah, we're, we're kind of all going through this at the same time, but It's that sense of timidity to even, to even say that or acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and even though that everyone experiences this, no one is exempt from, from these effects. There's another study by CARE. It's a nonprofit organization internationally, and they found that women are almost three times as likely as men to report suffering from, from these mental health consequences. So just really hitting home with, with a lot of our listeners, most likely and us, right? We're, we're right in that, that cohort.
1: Right in the trenches with everybody else. Well, of course, we can't have a podcast without mentioning Brene Brown once, (laughs) or at least once. So, you know, something that she always says that I feel like we bring up all the time is that we as humans were wired for connection. It's what we seek. It's why we're here. We are hardwired to connect with others. And it gives us that purpose and meaning in our lives. And without it, there's suffering. And, you know, at this time we're not connecting as much and there's so many stories of loneliness because that connection is not there and our wiring is going haywire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about dissonance,
0: right? Like we are wired for connection. That's why we're here. And yet, you know, we just shared all those stats and our own experiences can point to that. If we're wired for connection, yet we're isolated and lonely, what are we supposed to do? Like, where does that leave us? You know, that's a, that's a pretty rough uh, reality to be living in, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know that this has been very personal for me. I've had so many, so many conversations with friends about loneliness, but you know, just, just sharing with dear friends over the past few months, you know, just like, gosh, this is, this is a really hard time, you know, you know, we just have the holidays and and Christmas and, and the winter months coming, you know, and and we're still very much isolated. Things, things are, you know, we're mostly doing things in very small groups or or on our own and just, just been sharing and just hearing those uh, real heart to hearts with, with friends about these experiences and talking to one friend in particular, you know, and, and she's like, okay, I just got on Hinge. And I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, I never thought I would do it. Never wanted to. And now here I am announcing it to all the world or, you know, my mom who listens to this podcast. And so I totally got on Hinge,
1: Shannon, got on Hinge in December. And I was like, oh my gosh. You do doing? it, girl. I can't uh, imagine dating during this pandemic. So uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you.
0: It's 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 quite the experience, let me tell you. We'll have lots of fun <laughs> stories for our grandkids. Yeah, no, it's super interesting, and I mean, it's fun, right? Like you get on Hinge and you're swiping, and you see the funny answers to the prompts that people put, and it, you know, it's it's fun. But I was also once I was on it, it was like you know that little high for like two or three days, and then you're like, for sure, okay, is this is this all there is? Like, is is there anything deeper? Is there anything more to this? And you know, and I just found myself feeling so lonely and and desiring that that deeper connection. And, and all the fun conversations, the flirtiness, it just, it still wasn't enough, right? It just was not enough, not not the depth that I've been craving, that, that we're made for, right? We're wired for that connection. And so, but I was, I was talking to this guy and Shannon, he's so cute, so cute. And I was like all about it. And he was chatting with me and asking me questions, asking really great questions, seemed super, super empathetic and, and he asked me if, you know, we wanted to go for a walk and and I was like, sure, that sounds great. Of course it was freezing for the record. Mm-hmm. I'm like bundled <laughs> up like a snow bunny. But it was fun. It was great. So we went for this walk in DC and we we laughed. We had a good conversation. It was really nice. And then we actually started talking about this. We started talking about loneliness during this pandemic and and he was sharing how much, you know, he has this desire for connection, you know, not just romantically, but, you know, more so with his brother and sister and his friends and and just sharing how, you know, it's just been really tough for him as well. And I so appreciated that because he was just sharing that human experience, right, that we all go through. And sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's a little taboo to talk about unless you're, you know on the Love Girl Talk podcast, but you know, it (laughs) it was, it was very uniting, I guess. And just that sense of like, okay, great. We, we do all go through these periods of loneliness for sure.
1: Right. And also like, what a like powerful way to just simply acknowledge that on like a first date and just saying like, this is hard and being single is hard and being single in a pandemic is hard and being a human in a pandemic is hard. Yeah. I don't know. And also like hearing the beautiful complexities of like how it's different for men and women. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's really not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. We all long for that connection and deeper, just deeper friendship, deeper love, you know, just the go going to the depths and, and that is, that's just hard. We're just in a hard spot with that.
1: Yeah. I'm actually at a complete opposite end of the spectrum and you're I feel
0: even You're connected <laughs> with everybody.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. I just feel like I, it's even sad to say like I even feel like lonely in my loneliness mm. because everybody's having this these episodes of loneliness and I feel like so many people are being great about like reaching out to friends or hosting the Zoom, you know, phone calls or just getting outside and like connecting with mother nature again, like whatever (laughs) it means for themselves. And like, I got to say like, yes, I'm doing that. But I think I'm also very much just hiding. Like Mm -hmm. while everybody else is wanting to go out and do things, I'm like, Nope. Like I want to be inside. I want to stay inside. I don't want to put any effort into anything. (laughs) And I don't know if that's just like, Frontliner burnout, and I have absolutely nothing else to give. But I don't know, like, that's again, like, I've been feeling alone in my loneliness Mm because I just feel like everybody else is going out and then we're trying, and I'm like, I literally have no effort to try. (laughs) I don't know, and I think loneliness has an addictive flavor to it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it gives you the opportunity to hide your secrets and be quiet. And when life can get scary, it like allows you to avoid risks. Mm. And, you know, it gives me personally, like a place of stagnation where like, I'm not moving forward, but I'm not moving behind. I'm literally just staying still, which might be like self preservation mode, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about friendly burnout for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that you know, loneliness just offers that place of stagnation, which is always sounds like a nice, good temporary retreat, mm-hmm. but you can't stay there. Right. Right.
0: And I, I mean, that's, that's such a good way to put it, that place of stagnation. And, and it's, again, that's very realistic, right? And I, I think we can't expect ourselves to be, you know, moving at the speed of light emotionally or with friends or whatever right now. And, you know, there've been so many memes and, Instagram and Facebook posts lately about throughout the past year, right? If if all you're doing is getting through the day, you did a great job, you know, and, and that's I, know. I think there's a there's a truth to that, right? And and to your point of what you're saying, it's we can't stay in that all the time. And I think sometimes we do just need a reminder that, of course, yeah, of course, you know, we can be lonely and, and kind of be stagnant in that. Yeah, but then how do we? How do we begin, take those very first steps to take those little healthy risks, right? Like reaching out to a friend or or whatever, just not being isolated.
1: Right. And I think, you know, people always talk about there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Mm. And I think you've said this before, like there is an art to being alone. Mm-hmm. And I like being alone. Mm-hmm. I crave me time. You know, we always talk about that on here. Like, how can you find your me time? one of the most beautiful ways I love to be alone is just in prayer life. Mm. But I think the difference is like in prayer life, I'm moving forward, Mm. right? Like, or even though I'm being alone, I'm not really alone.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You know, like
1: it's not really just me alone on this world. It's actually like literally me asking for help and advice and guidance and love. And I think in my moments of loneliness is when I'm shutting out all those things. Mm. Right. And you know, Brene Brown, again, of course, (laughs) mention number two, she says, you can't have connection without that vulnerability. I think in my moments of loneliness, how they're different from me being alone is I'm saying no to that vulnerability. Mm. I'm saying like, I've already worked. I've already done my darndest. I've already tried hard. I've already been vulnerable. I'm not willing to give anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah well and you I mean first of all the fact that you acknowledge that is so powerful right you
0: you do have a great sense of self in that way and and I I love what you're saying though that there yeah there is an art to being alone and that's not necessarily a bad thing right I mean I remember well I mean first of all it's it's hard most of us don't want to be alone right and yes there's uh, an addictive flavor to it but but we know it's kind of like this I don't know this like dark and I don't know. You could say sexy time, you know. Not, not that sounds so weird. No, but I mean, like, like just kind of a what's the word? Like a seductive, maybe. I don't know. There's like a you're living kind of in the shadows, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I hear
0: you saying, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. And and getting ourselves out into the light, you know, does take vulnerability, does take work, does take a little healthy risk. Again, most of us don't want to be alone. I mean, I remember back to junior year in college. You know, this is the year Girl Talk started, right? I was going over to Ryan Hall uh, on campus. I would walk across campus to visit my residents, including you, Shannon, back in the day. And I'd be there all night long. I mean, I'd go at like 9 p.m. and come back past midnight. You know, it was just like all nighters (laughs) spending so much time with the girls. And it was wonderful, so fruitful for me and so fun. But then I'd walk back to my own dorm and I would feel so lonely, right? I was like, literally no one else is awake right now or outside on campus right now. And everything's still and quiet and and for the longest time I hated it. I'd be like, who's up? Who can I call right now? Or who can walk right. with me? And then over the course of that year, I just really learned to embrace the alone time, right? And so it it went from being lonely to to embracing being alone. And and I was there with my thoughts and I was there, you know, to pray and I was there to just kind of reflect on, okay, what were all those conversations I just had with the girls? And and where am I in my life right now? And what what's going on with my friends? And what's going on with my school life? You know, it's just, it became really foundational for me. And, and that's, I think it's it's always a learning process, right? But that was one of those first
1: major moments that I learned how to be alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like loneliness is kind of like two things up wrapped up in one, in that like it's literally a structural physical thing to be physically alone. But then I think it's also has like a weird layer of like, what's the quality of that time Mm. while you're alone? Uh, Or, you know, like when you're alone, it's one thing, it almost has like this positive layer to it compared to like loneliness is like, I'm alone and I'm not loving this feeling right now. Yeah. Or it, you could even apply that to friendships, right? Like you can be in a full room filled with people. So check mark, yes, there's people near you. You're physically close to people. And then you can still feel like, oh, but this isn't the quality relationship I needed or the quality time that I needed. So I'm still feeling loneliness yes. in this moment, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really hard for people to wrap their minds around that loneliness is more than just I'm alone in a room, not surrounded by anybody, but it can kind of be this like haunting feeling as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all want a need to be seen and heard, right? Who, who actually understands me. We always tease my my good friend because on her 22nd birthday, we all went out to the bar and, and she's like, you know, I just, I feel like we were all hanging out, but I was hanging out by myself. (laughs) and we were like oh honey like you know how could we have been there for you better you know and but just i think we all know that experience right yeah exactly what you said we can be surrounded by people and still feel alone so so i mean how do we how do we uh, i guess reconcile those things of of this time where we are probably more most likely going to be more alone than in normal life situations right spending this time alone how can we appreciate that more and 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 I think, how how can we appreciate our own worth, right? Like this sense of, with the art of being alone, not necessarily relying on another to complete me, right? But just right. thinking, okay, I have value in and of myself,
1: and I'm going to rest in this. You know what I mean? Right, right. I know something that I've been doing, which is like very technical and practical, is I've been doing something called weekly base scales, Mm where base stands for body achievement company and enjoyment and I like write out on the left side of the page everything that I did that week so I went on a walk with Lizzie I babysat Jojo I (laughs) did my face mask I changed my sheets (laughs) I FaceTimed home. And then at the top of the page, it's got B-A-C-E, body, achievement, company, enjoyment. And then I go through and I rate, like, okay, I spent time with my friend. That wasn't, like, necessarily, like, great for my body. Like, nothing really – I wasn't working out. I wasn't, you know, doing a face mask. So I'm only going to give that a one. Achievement, Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to give that an eight because I got out. Like, I did something. Yeah. Company, 10. Love my friends. (laughs) And 10, I really enjoyed it. Mm. So I kind of like go through everything and then that way I can, you know, give myself props where at the beginning of the week, Shannon, you were feeling lonely. You didn't want to get out. You didn't want to see anybody. It all seemed so daunting and big. And at the end of the week, here I am giving it a 10 out of 10 experience. (laughs) So then like moving forward into my next week, I can see, you know what, I really enjoyed doing X, Y, and Z last week. Let me put that on my to-do list for this week. I don't know. I just think it's a really good to- uh, toy, God, <laughs> tool, tool. a really good tool to use. That's really practical. And I think it allows me to see like, how am I taking care of myself? Which is the biggest thing, you know, even during this time, another thing I've been doing is I haven't been answering phone calls because when the phone rings, I'm like, "Oh my god!" It seems so daunting to want to talk to this person. How much time are they going to need from me? I don't have anything else to give, so you know what? I haven't been answering phone calls. Mm. But then when I have free time, I'm trying to schedule those in. Mm. So I'm setting boundaries. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying later. Love it. Love you know?
0: Yeah, that's so important. I'm so glad you said that because there is there's there's a a sense of just like pouring so much out of yourself and if we have nothing left to give then then how can we how can we be in relationship how can we be in friendship and i love that you said okay i know my boundaries i know i have nothing left but i'll call you later and and actually sitting down to schedule that out i think I think that's
1: so good. Yeah, who would have thought I'd ever be good at Boundaries? Girl, look at me.
0: You are doing amazing things. And also, you started this episode saying about the loneliness. You're just living in it. You are going out and walking with Lizzie and babysitting JoJo. And you're making great things happen, girl.
1: Thank you, Jillian. Thank you, Jillian. What about you? Um, I know we always have very different approaches to things. So how are you (laughs) learning to be okay with yourself or taking time to – Set those boundaries too.
0: Yeah. Well, I love in in your experiences, what you're describing, I think very much point to the the connection, right? We're wired for connection and and you're you're like on that next step. And then and I think for me, just like even before getting to that step, appreciating ourselves again, just like being truly happy, whole and connected. And for me in in that time where there is so much more time spent alone, I'm just learning to to really re find joy in the little things. So, you know, my my parents, every year for Christmas, always get all the kids fuzzy Christmas socks. You know, the wool, long socks. And we always we always joke like, all right, how many more socks do we need? But I love them. I love them so much. I think my- your
1: parents might be my parents because I also <laughs> get socks for Christmas, Easter, the whole nine yards. Okay, every but holiday.
0: seriously, please don't ever stop, Mr. and Mrs. White, Mr. and Mrs. Larkin, right? because they're the best things in the world. And so I was just sitting on my bed the other day and it was really cold and I'm like putting on my socks and I'm like, oh. I love this, you know, and just finding joy in the tiny little things like socks are are so good. And then for me also just having a sense of routine is so good. My friend actually, poor thing, she just Tested positive for COVID. So she's texting me and she's like, she's like, okay, I just mapped out a routine for the next 14 days because otherwise I'm gonna go crazy. And I'm like, yes, the routine is so important, right? So whether you know it's waking up making our coffee or you're reading or you're lighting a candle, or you're getting to your work, whatever you have to do, that's been so helpful for me. And I and I'm just falling in love with my routine and Another thing that Jess, who's you know part of our Girl Talk team, our wonderful podcast producer here who edits all our episodes, she was sharing uh, that she writes in a gratitude journal. So mm. she writes three specific things that she's thankful for each day and she holds herself accountable. She can't repeat any. So every day there have to be three very specific things that she's thankful for. And I think that's, that's just so good. I, I love that. And one of the things she shared was she's like, even a hot shower just feels so good. I'm like, yes. Mm so true. So yeah, just kind of like appreciating where I am right now so that I can give, right? Like you were saying those founders, that I can give to friends and reach out to them. It it really is so foundational to, to be okay where I am. Yeah.
1: Also so impressed by Jess with that gratitude journal, Uh, like that rule of not repeating. Cause if I ever did that, it would literally be like (laughs) my mom, my mom, my mom, <laughs> calling my mom, words of advice from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but hey,
0: but there you go. That's a variety. Words of advice from your mom, there you from go. from your mom. But they're all different. They're specific. There you go. I love it. I love it. And then another thing just, you know, on the connection front, fighting that loneliness, I've been also trying to hold myself accountable to call or text one friend a day. Another friend of mine did this and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. So whether that's actually setting a friend date time, like, okay, we're going to do wine and FaceTime because you live in New York or, you know, calling or going for a walk or getting together, just making sure I'm reaching out and staying connected to those, those people that are very dear in my life. And then sometimes that can be just like a funny little meme, you know, it doesn't have to be anything mind blowing. It's just like, oh my gosh, saw this cute, cute quote, wanted to share it with you. And
1: so that's, that's been really great for me too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know my friends have been great about getting on zoom and playing games together. Mm -hmm. I have all like the Instagram, like group messages with all the memes too. So I'm right there with you. You know, I think the thing is, at the end of the day, we're not alone. And as easy as it sounds to text a friend or send a meme or, you know, go for the walk, like it's not. And I know I need a big push. I know I need tons of motivation right now. I need a lot of understanding right now. So I hope that if this list sounds easy for you, go out and do it. We're here as your biggest cheerleaders. And even if it sounds scary for you, like it does for me, like, no, I'm right there with you. You know, (laughs) the struggle's real. And at the end of the day, even though there's a struggle, we're still loved and we're still worthy. And we're all in it together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And uh, and if you ever need it, Shannon will write you a letter to <laughs> cheer you up and help you feel more at home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Yes. Loneliness is real. So good for us to recognize it and to know that we're kind of all experiencing this. We're all in the same boat and that we are, at the end of the day, always worthy, always enough. And we are very loved in this community. So. Shannon, my friend, uh, last question. How are you pouring into your coffee cup this week? How are you recognizing and radiating your dignity?
1: Julie, my bags are packed. (laughs) I am leaving for a West Virginia cabin retreat in like T-minus 15 minutes. (laughs) So I'm going to be filling my coffee cup literally with coffee in the mountains (laughs) of West Virginia Uh, sitting in a jacuzzi. So that's what's going to happen. And I'm going to be radiating and recognizing my dignity, you know, yodeling from the mountaintops. (laughs) Please put that on your
0: Insta story so that we can share with the crew. That would be great. (laughs) And that actually sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. I'll send you a few pictures. What about you? How are you pouring into your coffee cup this week? Well, I'm going home to babysit my nephews this week, and I'm really, really excited. This is a, a birthday present that I gave to my brother and sister in law back in September. I'm finally kind of cashing in, mm. but giving them a date night and hanging with the boys throughout the day. So I'm really excited to see my nephews this weekend and just share that quality time with them because, you know, again, we're all isolated. So yeah. I'm really excited to connect and, and get my little nephew snuggles in.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome! So good.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us today and, and listening as we share our experiences and different thoughts on loneliness. It was, you know, a tough topic, yet hopefully a little inspiring and, and hopefulness uh, for the
1: road ahead. Of course. Nailed it. Always we get through. <laughs> but before we go, Julie, what are your thoughts? What's coming up with Girl Talk? Anything we want to share?
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, you know we're in the midst of registration for Mom Talk and it's going really well. We're getting super positive feedback, lots of registrants. So we want to keep spreading the word especially to our our listeners here. So as many of you know, this March we'll be launching season 2 of Mom Talk, Girl Talk for Moms. And mom talk is designed for mothers of all ages and stages to recognize and radiate their inherent dignity. It's a virtual eight-week course providing content, community, and conversation to moms all across the country. Each week includes a podcast episode with myself and, and our mental health specialist, Anna Beth and Court It's focused on self-worth, shame, body image, mental health, sisterhood, everything. All these topics that we, we go deep. On with Girl Talk. And moms listen to these episodes on their own time, and then they connect in their virtual mom pods each week to reflect and discuss the weekly topic. So registration's open to all moms, moms with teenage girls, toddler boys, the list goes on and on. So wherever you are in the country, whatever stage of life you are as a mom, we want you to recognize and radiate the unique and beautiful woman that you are, deepen friendships with fellow moms, and, and really just encourage you that, to be the best mom you can be. So We'd love to have you check it out, learn a little more, register for Mom Talk. You can check out our page at www.ourgirltalk.org Mom Talk.
1: Mom Talk. I love it. <laughs> Sounds good. I also love, I, I I do like Mom Talk. Girl Talk, Mom Talk. Right? It's just full circle. Lovely. Right, right. right. Thank you, Joe for the name. You mm-hmm. love it. There you go. Wait, who says, who's this? Joe!
0: Joe came up with the name. Isn't that awesome?
1: Oh my God, that's hilarious. I know. Um, <laughs> He's like,
0: really? You guys haven't thought about that yet? I was like, Joe, that's perfect. We absolutely
1: need to use that name. He's like, all right, there you go. Joe, join the marketing team. All right. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, thanks, Julie. And thank you for everybody listening. I'm off to my mountains in West Virginia. But <laughs> as we go, let's all remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Love, girl talk.